All right, here we go. Short story long. This week with Brendan Schaub from the Fighter and the Kid podcast. Um, really interesting story about growing up playing sports and dabbling in the UFC and then kind of going his own way and taking his own route and creating his entire own lane with this podcast stuff. So there's a lot to learn here. Uh, really interesting and just a good lesson in kind of going your own way, owning your own media and creating something for yourself. Here it is. Short story long, Brendan Schaub. All right, here we are. Uh, very special guest today. I want to thank this guy a lot for coming in here and doing this with me because he is the master of the podcast, uh, <laughs> Brendan Schaub, man. What's up? That's, uh, that's a, quite the title. I mean, I'm Some saying, Some people man. disagree. No, I do love I don't. you, though. I did sit through traffic. Dude, that's real traffic, love. my man. That's, that's real, real That LA love is yeah, real. That's so real. Yeah, you know, man. I didn't even think about that. Like when I schedule these things at 6 p.m. <laughs> that I'm just asking people to just be... Sitting in fucking traffic. You're good though, man. Because I come early, read a book. Yeah, that was smart. Coffee. Yeah, you were in the lobby reading. Yeah, man. That's smart. Right. Um, trying to work out this mind. Too, what type man. of what type of books do you read? Uh, my whole thing is I've, I've become obsessed with it lately because all my friends are older, yeah. and like I have a double major in business and sociology from really? Colorado. Wow. But really I majored in sports, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. My my advisor would like give us the easy classes to make sure we got good grades. Cuz like, you played sports in Yeah, I played okay. uh Division 1 football at University of Colorado. Got it. So you know, it's true. They give the the athletes kind of the easy path. Yeah. You know, I mean, everyone thinks Everyone's treated the same. It's just not true. Man. Yeah. So yeah. with athletes, you know, they give you this easy path. So um, I was like taking these horrible classes and I was like, dude, you don't have to do that. Like I'm capable of taking it like a regular kid here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got my education. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, when you're putting 40 hours into football, you know, I was really, I just got good at passing tests. Yeah, That's yeah, all. yeah. And I look back on it, I'm like, damn, you know, if I could redo it again, I don't know if I'd play football. Granted, paid for my school. Yeah. But now I'm around... You know, my friends are older. Joe Rogan, yep. Chris D'Elia, Brian Callen. Yep. Um, all these guys are older and educated. And if Yeah, Joe Rogan is. The, he has the, to be a trip to hang out with. He is, but the, the thing that all these guys have in common, especially Rogan and Brian, is they're just so educated, like knowledgeable in the world. Yeah. And, like, I know, like, in my lane, I'm good, man. Sports, yep. certain things about the world, I'm in, man. Yeah. But they're just, like, they, have a, they know a little bit about everything. Yeah, so that's crazy. We're at dinner, and... I was, they were talking about politics and all this stuff. I'm like, I need to step my game. But yeah. This is like three years ago. It's the conversation ago. skills, man. I'm not very good at it either. Like I'm at that point in my life. I'm 29. How old are you? 33. Okay, so I'm 29. I'm at that point where like I do need to like up my conversation skill. I tried to watch like CNN and shit yeah, for like man. the last year, but that's just depressing. It is, but that's a step in the right direction. At least you're aware of it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? At least you're aware of it. For me, but damn it. like knowledge is power, man. Like yeah. I, you don't want, you know, I'm a big dude. So when I walk in the room, people assume I'm this meathead. Yeah. But they couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah. Like I'm a goofy, educated dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's just, you know, for especially I have a son, a four-month-old son. So yeah. my views of the world will affect him. Yeah, and yeah. If I'm this dumbass, yeah. he's going to be this dumbass. Yeah, it can't just be saying? all sports. No, man, yeah, no, yeah. No. So what type of shit are you reading? Are you reading like history or? A little bit of history. Right now I'm reading this uh, Ego is the Enemy book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love shit like that. 
Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> and this is probably why I need to read it because <laughs> I don't agree with a lot of it. Yeah, like yeah, my yeah. buddy recommended it to me and like the first chapter, I'm like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Like this dude's like, he, he's, he's saying how like the guys who are successful and work and don't take credit for it and, yeah. you know, and they stay humble and all this stuff. I, I get that. I'm all about that. Yeah. But he, he's listening off these people and all these people died broke. Yeah, like died yeah, broke yeah. with no recognition. Yeah, and they did make a difference. I don't know. No, I know, stuff, I know. You know what? You know what argument I always battle with is they always say that in like those books and those like advice books. But unfortunately, some of the biggest people with the biggest legacy and that made the most money are ego-driven, crazy yeah, people. Yeah, we look at like Kanye West. Yeah, Steve Jobs. He's a walking ego. Yeah, Steve Jobs was a terrible person. Terrible. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Bill Gates is the nice one out of this. Yeah. Steve Jobs forget. was literally just a bad dude. No, it was all ego. Yeah. But he is brilliant. Yeah. And I'm not saying to do that, but there has to be a common ground yeah. because I was talking with Brian about this book. And I went, man, a lot of it's hard for me to relate to because I wasn't the most talented football player in the world. I wasn't the most talented basketball player or fighter in the world. Yeah. But for whatever reason, when I was a kid, my dad used to tell me how good I was or yeah. uh, my coach told me how good I was. So it created this ego where yeah. I thought I was better than I was. Yeah. And I shoot, man. But you need that. I, when you're going out trying I didn't to have fight that, a dude in a cage, like it, you need to think I know, man. that you're like, The man. best in the world. Yeah. So it and it translates over into entertainment, which I'm doing now. And yeah, it's not thing. that I have this crazy ego like Kanye West or Steve Jobs, but yeah. you have to have enough of an ego where you think you're going to be successful in what yeah. you're doing. Because when you're walking out on a stage or when you're like doing stand up <sighs> or the stuff you guys do, like you have to feel yeah, like you're man. the king of the world you're or else you're going to turn around confident. and walk off. Like I'm terrified, but I have the ego and the self-awareness to know I can pull it yeah. off. That's why I feel like. Where if I check my ego, I was like, you know what? I just need to be humble and you know yeah, stick in my lane. I'm just a normal guy. Then, then, I'm just, then I might as well go get a job at the UFC yeah. gym and start teaching kickboxing. Yeah, that doesn't work either. No, There's man. a I don't know what the happy medium is there, but either. there is one. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. Why does Brian, does Brian just likes that shit? Does he just look up? shit because i know when i was on the show he did that like dropping uh, knowledge yeah like he just likes that type of stuff he was a history major in college uh. and he's balls deep in history sometimes he's a little off though like you know with this whole uh you know with england getting out of the yep. european Union, brexit. all that stuff yeah the yep. brexit i was like brian break it down for someone's listening right now they don't know what the fuck's going on yeah break it i can cuss on this we're good yeah 100 i was like yeah. you never know man. <laughs> you have dick jokes yeah, the whole all thing. right yeah. My just, type like of just like home um so I told Brian, like, break it down for people who aren't into this. Like, give, give them, yeah. like, the low-key, like, the simpleton, yeah. just the the Brixton for dummies yep, breakdown. Yep, yep, yep. And he did it, and then we get all this backlash, like, he couldn't be more off. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. it's his thing, but at the same time, 100%. he needs to do more research. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I'll do the same thing. Like, someone asked me about a fighter, and I'm like, fuck, I really don't. You know, I should know the yeah. guy. But I'm like, God, I don't know. That's what and sucks, It's all too. kind of bullshit a little bit. And people yeah. are like, dude, you're off. Does that happen a lot? Because I feel like on these podcast things, like, you're really just having a conversation conversation and in conversations you can misquote all day long but you're sending that to like hundreds of thousands about when you and your buddy argue it's like no bro he you went three for four and your friend's not gonna you know he's like all right whatever you won man 
If you the went fans back on are like hey, you're wrong, yeah, bitch. Like you idiot. Yeah. You went five for six. You know, it's like yeah. all right, my bad, man. If you go back on most arguments or discussions, both people are wrong. Hundred percent. But that's ego, yeah, right? Because yeah, you yeah. want to win the battle. Yeah. And I think with Brian, he knows his thing is history. Yeah. So by me asking that, he's like, well, he's not going to he, say. I he's don't done know. some reading, but he's not an expert. Yeah, yeah. He's sure as fuck not going to say. I have no idea. Yeah. He would he never can't. do that. No. He can't. He just can't. Man, it's a bummer. That's funny. It's just interesting. This whole podcast thing is so interesting to me. Um. You know what? I guess we'll get there to it with you. How did you start out? Let's go all the way back to you're from Colorado, right? Yeah, Denver. And always sports was always your thing. Sports was always my thing. Um, I was always gifted as far as athletics go, yeah. and like a bigger kid, so I gravitated towards that. But if you ask anyone from Denver now, my close friends and family, yeah, they always thought I was going to be in entertainment. Oh, like this isn't so you were always like an outgoing, yeah, this isn't surprising them. Yeah. Like, I was doing weird dancing and yeah. freaking always like trying to make everyone laugh, stuff like that. Yeah, I was just trapped in this big man's body. And yeah. in Denver, I think if I grew up in LA, maybe I would have an, had an outlet to yeah. use that weird skill, yeah, but in Denver. And especially in the environment I grew up in, the only way to be cool was sports. Yeah, and yeah. I was gift. It was yeah. gi- I was a gifted athlete. So my heroes were athletes. Although my heroes were like Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey, stuff like that. Yeah. But sports was the way to be cool, and I was good at them. So that's what I gravitated towards. And, yeah, and I feel like when you're a kid, like sometimes you. When you're good at one thing, it's like everything else gets kind of left behind. For yeah, you know 100%. what I mean. Like it's like, oh no, he's the athlete. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. You know what he I mean. He's an athlete, but yeah. the same thing. At the same time, it's not like. My parents were like, all right, he's he's goofy, he's outgoing, everyone likes him, and yeah. you know he likes to put on a show. Yeah, let's move him to Hollywood at six. Like they're not, <laughs> yeah. not fucking Lindsay Lohan stage, here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking not this trophy parents. You yeah. know, I, they were just do whatever you want, man. And it was sports, but um, I don't know. Yeah, it, it worked out. It came full circle. Yeah, I yeah. think so, man. Was it football first? It's football first. Football first. I was, was obsessed with football, and that was all through college. College and pro after college, yeah, yeah. I read like you did like arena football, or uh, did went to training camp with the Buffalo Bills, crazy, and then uh, got hurt there, uh, pretty bad, and then rehabbed, went to the AFL, and was just like this. I literally just walked away from the AFL. I'm like, there's no way. It was, yeah, just to me, it was like, well, I want to be outdoors and yeah. fucking like this isn't what Junior Seau and yeah, it just seems fucking, weird. You know, it seems like a weird this isn't like what Steve cousin Atwater of did. yeah. Well, I just it. It's almost like, you know, I felt like Kenny Powers, you know? I felt yeah, like I was yeah, on yeah. top of the world playing Division One football in these yeah. huge games. Yeah. And everyone thought I was going to go to the NFL. Yeah. And then, you know, things didn't work out. And then I get this offer to play in the AFL. I'm in Utah, Utah yeah. Blaze. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and you're making, you know, 20 grand a year. Yeah. And I'm not catching footballs. They want me to get to 300 pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just, just like. kind of like, where's it going? I was like, this can't be my life, yeah. man. There's no way. You're so, smart, So man. then I stopped doing that. And uh, just start training, really mixed martial arts and like how did that happen? When did you decide like? Because obviously you're a natural born athlete. You're like this arena football thing, which it's dope that you had the presence of mind to like get out of that. I feel like a lot of times people just kind of take what they can get, yeah, Yeah, and you just do that, and all of a sudden you're hurt, you're older, you're whatever. Um, Why did you decide that you wanted to beat people's faces in? It's not even. I see. I don't. I don't know because I'm not an aggressive guy. Like. That's crazy. Like, I don't like to hurt people. And you weren't, like, like, a big, like, fighter? Never. No, my brother whooped my ass nonstop growing up. I didn't get in a lot of fights as a kid. I was never the aggressive kid. I was the kid making everyone laugh, typically, being a clown. Um, So did you start doing it for, like, working out? Yeah, I was in college, and I would take jiu-jitsu classes. Got it. And I'd pick up on it really fast. Yeah. And then 
I was obsessed with pride in the UFC. Yeah. And I was like, God, I feel like I can do that. Yeah. And so I just started doing more of it. And then once football was over, I was like, well, let's see how much I can do with it. Started doing it. Started learning really fast. And then uh, next thing you knew, my training partner, Shane Carwin, who was a UFC champ, heavyweight champ, yeah. was like, hey, uh, in two weeks is Golden Gloves, and I signed you up for it. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I've never even sparred, man. He's like, yeah, I know. Next week is uh, Golden Gloves. So Without ever have, having sparred somebody? Uh, me and Shane would, you Just know. fucking around. Uh, yeah, yeah, but nothing like, not serious rounds. Yeah. And so it's two weeks. I entered that. I remember telling myself, I, was, I told my dad, I went, dad, I'm doing this boxing tournaments golden gloves the biggest in denver yeah uh if i lose i'll because everyone hated me the idea of me fighting yeah, right? yeah i have yeah. a double major i can figure some other shit out oh like yeah offers i have networking blah 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 yeah and they're like fighting's a terrible idea man i'm yeah. like no i get it so i told my dad just come to this come to the golden gloves told my whole family yeah if i lose i pro- i'll do whatever the fuck you like. i'll go put on a suit i'll yeah. be Pursuit of happiness, what yeah. the fuck you want me to yeah. do? Start yeah. selling car insurance, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. And like, all right, cool, man. Everyone's like, well, okay, here goes wow. Brand. And then, so did you just train your ass off? Like crazy, man. Like, I've, you like, had two weeks, you said? Two weeks. Oh. I, I, I was always in shape, and then I just started going nuts. And then... Um, That's gnarly. I remember walking into the Golden Gloves. It was like this shitty location. You would get your hands wrapped like right there during, in the crowd. Yeah. And it was like, you know, you see these movies and you think it's going to be like all glitz and glamour and For like sure. dope. And it was, it was just like, hey, you want a water? Like some fan <laughs> yeah. was like, you want an apple or something? Like, I guess, man. <laughs> they wrapped my hands. And then I remember uh, seeing my opponent and I was like, fuck. He was like this fat Mexican guy. I was yeah, like, what's that? He had like a whole Jordan outfit. On. I was like, damn, that outfit is sick. And uh, <laughs> like, man, yeah, I was like, God damn it. This kid's sponsored by Jordan. Or but. Uh, so I knocked him out in the first round. I was like, "Well, that's pretty easy." But wow. then, but then I started making, ex, you know, excuses. I'm like, "Well, he's fat. It's not a big deal." Wait, so, really? That's how it happened? You knocked him out? Knocked him out, but it's a tournament, so yeah. I had to come. Uh, so I had to fight again that night. Knocked the next guy out. Uh, I was like, "Well, that's weird." And I was like, "Well, who's in the finals?" So I fought four times, all knockouts, and I get to the finals, and I'll never forget this. I'm my coaches wrap my hands again. The entire like the crowds around me. Yeah. Someone's eating like a okay, funnel cake next there, to me. Hey, yeah. I'm hey, Steve. way to go, man. Good hey. luck. I'm Brian. Yeah. <laughs> so my I'm getting my hands wrapped and this fucking enormous black dude walks by. Yeah. And my dad goes, Who the fuck is that? My dad's next to me. I'm yeah. like, I don't know. And my coach goes, Oh, that's the guy you're fighting. I'm like, what? Oh, man. That was for the final one. That or was no? the finals, yeah. That was oh, for the finals. Shit. I'm like, that's the fucking guy. Like, yeah, he was like six eight. He he had all these fights in the army yeah, like his and I was knocked like, out god damn it 27 yeah people. it looked yeah. like fucking the undertaker yeah. <laughs> but just black yeah <laughs> and i was like god damn it yeah and so i was nervous as fuck and i remember they're like you know final bout coming up i get in there and i was just like well let's see if this is for me man i yeah. ended up knocking him out in the first round Jesus and i was like Christ. fuck maybe i got something here man and then i did uh the first big jiu-jitsu tournament like a month later the colorado open the first one they have yeah i ended up taking first place in that and submitting this guy who fought in the ufc Jesus. and uh, i was like well, gee what the fuck's going on here and then started to fight man and then it was just this crazy like roll, yeah like fucking what happened after you knocked out after you knocked out the big dude was your dad like all right well you're a fighter uh, he was like, well, damn, <laughs> yeah. like, shit, maybe that can. was like the moment. Right? Yeah. He's kind of like, like oh, yeah, but everyone still had doubts, you know, cause at the, at the same time, it's not like it is now there's yeah. no Conor McGregor's like yeah, you're there's right, you're Chuck right. Liddell. Yeah. But other than that, but what know? was Chuck, what do you think Chuck Liddell's like biggest fight purse was? 
I don't know back then, man. Because I mean, compared he, to Conor McGregor, right? Nothing, yeah, not right? shit. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he made a couple million, especially because he was like a crossover fighter. Yeah. You know, he was but like in. I don't know. It's tough because you remember it, it, for those UFC nerds out there, Dana White was his manager. Uh, so you uh, know, and and know they were close friends, yeah. and so I'm sure Chuck got taken care of. But, but are we kind of—is it probably like two mil to like eight mil, eight mil, ten mil? I bet like a mil to three mil. And then was probably Chuck's. It was Chuck's. And then Connor's was probably Connor's at like ten million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Connor, Ron, ten million. Brock, yeah. probably more than that. But so at the time, there. But also, there was really no clear path. Even yeah. now, there's not a clear path. Yeah. Like, say, say my son. You know, ten years from now, I'm sure it's gonna be clear. But it's like, all right. To fight, I guess, uh, go to this gym, start yeah. training, take some amateur fights. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you on the local scene and then see what happens. Like, there's that no. Crazy. So, for me, I had three uh, professional fights. Yeah. Knocked everyone out in under like a minute. I think my longest fight was like a minute 20. Jesus. Knocked everyone out. And then I got a call to be on the Ultimate Fighter. That's how it went. And that's how. And that's I was like, crazy. the Ultimate Fighter. Because at the time, it's not like it is now. At the time, yeah. there's nothing bigger than the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, yeah. So, the heavyweight season was the biggest of all time. Yep. I got an invite on there. I was like, fuck, here's my meal ticket, man. I was living with That's my brother. Crazy. My car was about to get repoed, and I told my brother, like, just hide the car. Let me go on, because you're in the house for six weeks. Yep. I was like, let me do this for six weeks. I'm going to figure it out. Then I ended up getting a contract, earned my contract on Ultimate Fighter. And then it was like, you're a legit fighter, man. No one's like no one's bringing up football anymore. Yeah, no, yeah. You know, it's just like, damn, the dude can fight. And I just love the competition. I love the training. Yeah. But I was, I was always, and people won't admit this. Most fighters, I was always fucking terrified, man. Yeah, yeah, I never, yeah. In, I, I was never in love with, with the, the art of fighting another yeah. man. I yeah. just wasn't, man. It's so I'm like, I can't even watch violent movies. Yeah. That's why my friends like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's what's interesting. Are a lot the of top fighters ten like in the world. I don't think so. You really think a lot of them just like to rip people's faces? Hundred yeah. percent. Like you talk to the Diaz brothers or like a Rondo or Rondo or you know like a Mark Hunt. Like dude, they, they, love they fucking love yeah. beating people up. I just, I I don't know. Like it's not it's not an ego thing for me. Like. Yeah. I remember beating my hero growing one of my heroes growing up, Mirko Krokop. I ended up knocking him out. Yeah. And then we're in the back and I was just like, What the fuck did we just do? Yeah. Like yeah, I'm looking yeah. at him, his face is all fucked up. My face is fucked up. I had to have reconstructive nose surgery. I had thirty stitches in my eyebrow. I, I couldn't even walk. I was pissing blood. Yeah. He's fucked up. He got knocked out. Yeah. So he's even worse. Yeah. And I just remember looking at him, he has a fanny pack on. And he's from Croatia where <laughs> yeah. fanny packs are cool. <laughs> yeah. And I remember looking at him and just Look at him and saying, the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Man? Like, what the fuck? And what did he say? Like, I don't know. Well, he's a legend. Yeah. Like, this is what he does. Yeah, yeah. So he, like, he knows no other way, huh? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I just, I don't know, man. It's gnarly. It's weird. But like I said, I was just a good athlete, but it gave me the platform to do what I'm doing now. Yeah. I don't know if I'm at where I'm at now if I don't go through this no, fucking yeah. fire, man. 100%. Of dealing with all these personalities. Um, you know, all, all, all the people I met through all the training, I trained with the best in the world. I picked up what was good, what was bad, yeah. what they were good at, what I, you know, you know, your limitations, yeah. that makes sense. And then you get into entertainment and cause in entertainment's a little different than professional sports because professional sports are very black and sports are very black and white. Yeah. Either you win or you lose. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Yeah. yeah. Period. It's not that, okay. Uh, 
drama doesn't like me, so I don't win the fight. Yeah, no, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I knock you out. I fucking win. I don't care what you Especially think. with fighting because it's the most. Like, it's just like who beat up who. Yeah, man. Yeah. But, but even with football, too, it's like, well, you either make the team or yeah, you don't, right. bitch. Yeah. Like, either yeah. you're an NFL player or you're not. Yeah. I wasn't good enough. They cut me. Yeah. Okay, cool, man. Yeah, yeah, I move yeah. on. In entertainment, it's very like, it's you know, weird, I'll go on man. auditions and they're like, uh, it might be a female cast and director. And she's like, you remind me of my ex. Fuck you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, can't. Your tattoo, your ears are terrible, yep. sir. Like, all right, well, yep. on to the next one. Yeah. You know? So it's very. It's just somebody's opinion most yeah. of the time. Most of the time, it just depends. Until you're just such a big star that it's like. Undeniable. They do whatever they can to get yeah. you involved in their yeah. shit. You know? It's just, it's very, but it's fun, man. Like, I like the unknown. Like, this podcast started when I was fighting and I just moved to L.A., and Brian was like, let's do a podcast. Yeah. I didn't know what podcast was. Yeah, that's what I, I was like, it's radio? Like, is it radio? Or? Yeah, how did that happen? Was that, so that was when you were still fighting? I was still fighting. I was a coach on The Ultimate Fighter. They brought me back uh. as a coach. So I was an assistant coach on Shane Carwin's team uh, season 14. Got it. I was helping the guys with grappling. And one of the coaches knew Brian. And he, Brian was doing a show in Vegas. So they brought Brian into the house to uh, make the kids laugh. And that's how you met him. And that's when I met him. And, I was, and I was like, oh, where do you live? He's like, oh, in Santa Monica. I was like, fuck, man, next next Monday I moved to L.A. full time. And that was? He was my only, I had no I had no other contacts. I knew no one. And that was because you knew you wanted to like maybe pursue entertainment? No, or, not at all. I didn't know anyone. I just need a fucking friend. And he was. No, no, but I mean moving to L.A. Moving to L.A.? No, fighting. Like, oh, because, still. yes, it was all fighting. Got it. it had nothing. To, that's what's weird. Like, life is crazy, man. Yeah. Like, I was moving here because when I was a kid, my uncle, uh, who's my hero, they called him Mr. Venice. He lived in Venice Beach. Yeah. And we'd go there whenever we had money and could get time, we'd go there. Got so I, the only place I knew outside Denver was Venice. Yep. In Colorado, I lost three fights in a row. Yeah. Things were not good. I need to make a change. Yeah. So what's the one place I know? Got Venice, it. California. Got it. So I was moving here. Cal literally was like hey i live in santa monica here's my number yeah i know restaurants i know everything yeah so i was like cool man i moved here i was like i don't know a f single fucking person yeah i was like oh that Callen dude yeah he's, he's cool like we were cool right away but you know i didn't think much of him sure, i didn't yeah. know who he was i had no idea who he was to be honest yeah we yeah, joke yeah. around but i had no idea who he was yeah and how long ago was that that was ten years no five five, five or six years ago okay. got five, it probably six probably six now yeah so um, so he I, was like, let's start I this. I called him. No, I called him. We started hanging out, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he had a podcast. Huh. He had like 100 listeners, not many at yeah. all. What break, type of shit was he talking about? He books and okay, shit all the yeah, time. Yeah. Just he, yeah, just <laughs> it was like bullshit. a really just, funny teacher. Just terrible, <laughs> yeah. terrible. It was like a book club with Brian Callen. They had seven <laughs> listeners. And then <laughs> I went on there and we just had this chemistry. And he, it was the biggest like ratings he's ever gotten. He's yeah. like, dude, we should do this every week. And yeah. I'm like, that's a terrible idea, man. I don't have time to do that. I'm trying to find my way in LA. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what podcast is, like radio. And then he described it to me. Yeah, I was the same way. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, how about this? I'll meet with you, but we can't just talk about fighting. I'll talk about some fights because yeah. I know you're balls deep in that. Yeah. But so he already loved fighting. Loves fighting. Got it. I was like, I, I know you want to talk about fights. And yeah. We'll check that off. Yeah. But I need to be myself and talk yeah. about whatever the fuck I want. He's yeah. like, all right, cool, man. So we started in his, basically his garage. We had two, we have pictures of me and him both in wife beaters. Well, I have no idea. We have this little <laughs> mic. And we're just talking shit back and forth. What and was the original, like, how many listeners? Do you remember? Was it really like a hundred? The original, like, oh, yeah, not many, really? not many at yeah. all. Yeah, like maybe 70. Like, That's he crazy. didn't have many at all, man, at all. And then, and it was he, just like, that's let me just tell you what's crazy because 
I don't know, even with our, like, you know, I have the experience of doing, like, the MTV show, right? But that's kind of like you shoot a pilot, and if the pilot gets picked up, it's pretty much zero to 60, right? Because you're instantly on TV. Yeah. So you have, like, at least around a million viewers, oh, yeah. right? right away. It's like, to me, there's... Especially on MTV. Yeah, and then to be honest, we launched the clothing brand off of the show and all that stuff, and we finessed it where it went directly into Sun, And so even though there was a lot of pressure there and it was really, you know, sometimes we thought it was going to fail and it almost did and blah, blah, blah. It's still tough to do. Don't sell it, yourself it, short. It is, 100%. But it still was like this kind of zero to 60. It's been, my, my whole experience in this shit has been kind of like jump into the fire yeah. and try to figure it out. Yeah. What's so interesting to me, and it's kind of what I'm doing here on this podcast, is when you're starting and you just know maybe this could be something. Right, you have seventy viewers, but it's just fun, and it's like, but you probably so had no idea. I don't know. I was just doing it because I like Brian. I had no other friends. Yeah, I didn't know anyone. It was just a funny thing to, to do. do. And yeah. then, but you had no idea it would turn into this. You didn't even oh guess. Oh my god, I didn't. What? You didn't I, even know there was like a business. I to didn't. Be had. I, had no, I had no idea. I I don't know. I I didn't even think anyone would listen yeah. to it. I've always been super opinionated, and I've you know I have my ideas about fighting and what they should do in business, and yeah. I've always been super into fashion and sports and stuff like that and yeah. then next thing you know we started to get a following and and how did that happen that was just slowly but surely the shit just, just built we kept doing it kept doing it and then uh we'd have our friends on and then they would tweet it out and yeah. stuff like that and yeah. then um yeah i don't know and then i'd be walking down the street and people would be like firing the kid i'm like get the fuck out of <laughs> yeah. here and then i'll never forget this at you know when i was fighting this like in four or five years ago, I didn't have extra money to pay for shirts. I wanted to make shirts, and I, oh, yeah. this is insane to yeah. talk about this. I didn't have money um, as I'm wearing a fucking gold Rolex. I didn't have <laughs> listen to this fucking start from no, the bottom. Now we're here. here for, yeah, man, this is the, the, the short story long. I didn't have money yep. to buy 100 shirts yep. for Fighter and the Kid. Yeah. So I, I'm trying not to get emotional. So I asked Brian if he could give me the money to purchase these shirts. Yep. And I bought these shirts, and they sold out. And uh, Brian was like, just keep the money, man, and buy more shirts. That's crazy. And that was like a big moment. <laughs> Fucking huge. Like, that had to be like, Because you got to realize, um, yeah, man, because it's like, yeah, because as a fighter, you don't have shit, man. Like, yeah. I, I didn't have shit. Yeah. And I was always into fashion. And, like, I came from the Ultimate Fighter, and I did these countdown shows where I had to talk shit. I had to be this personality, and people didn't like me, man. Yeah, yeah. So then when I can get on the mic and they realize I'm a good dude and I'm funny, yeah. and you get love, yeah. and they buy a shirt from me. And you me, can sell shit, yeah. And they buy sh a shirt. What? You yeah. you actually like what I do? Yeah. And so I was, like, dumbfounded. Yep. I called Brian. I'm like, I'm like, bro, we made whatever, $2,000. Yeah. You know, Brian's a grown-ass man. He's successful, you know, in his business. Yeah, he's successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, cool, man, just yeah. keep it. I'm like, really? Yeah. What? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, you know you know what you should do? And I was like, dude, I'm just going to buy, keep buying more shirts. Yeah. And then now, you know, we're known for our shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking silly, yeah. man. It's, it's nuts. It's just dope. Like, there's a moment when... I think it's cool that people will watch you fight. It's cool that people will listen to you talk. But I think when people will actually go out and buy something of yours to rep, it's a different feeling. Completely. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like that means people care enough to not only spend money on it and go out of their way to go order it, but they're walking around wearing your brand name they on like them. They like what you represent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like now I get so much free shit sent to me and – 
and because people know I'm into fashion and stuff like that. Yeah. It's very rare I'll wear someone else's logo, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they stand for. They might make cool clothes. Yeah. But I don't know that, that person. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll like I told you the other day. I rock your shit all the time. Yeah, I yeah. know you what you represent. Yeah. Cool, man. Other than that, I'm wearing a fucking Grateful Dead yeah. shirt now. But yeah. like, it's very rare. Like, I'll if I do f- like something, I'll usually cut the logos off, yep. man, because yep. I I don't know. And, 100%. and it still gets me after these after all these years of doing this stuff even when you text me a photo with my hat on and say yeah. man i love this shit it still kind of gets me in it that should. same spot where you got you know what i'm saying yeah. it's like man that's if it dope you're doing something wrong 100 you know percent. Like, yeah so when we do so now we do these live comedy shows right yeah as a fighter like i was i i, I mean my last 10 fucking fights were, were on main cards, pay-per-view or, yep. you know, on Fox, big cards, man. I, I always fought in big fights. Yeah. But, and there might be a handful, you know, a couple thousand people that tune in to see Brendan fight, but at a live show, you have to pay for, you know, most of our fans are middle-class, 18 yep. to 36 males. Yeah. So they're, you know, whatever, making their, their wage and they're going out of their way to come see us at a live show from us and then we see him rocking our shirts yeah yeah like, yeah dude i'm telling every time i get up there i get emotional because yeah. they're not coming to see whatever the, the 18 fights and the main events yep. conor mcgregor yeah they're literally coming because they're down for brian and brendan yeah what they represent yeah and they're gonna rock the shirt yeah it's, it's incredible nuts, man, man. It's i nuts. remember it was such a big thing for me transitioning from like the fantasy factory stuff to the young and reckless stuff because it was similar. It was like, I feel like people were fans of me and I'm going to sound like an asshole right now, but I don't mean it. Like people were fans of me from TV, but I never really liked that because it's like, you're more fans of like this world that Rob has created and that MTV has created. And you're fans of like that whole thing. Yeah, right. I just kind of live with inside of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then yeah. when it's a totally different feeling when you first go across the country and you see somebody wearing a young and reckless shirt, it's like, man, that is something that I created separately yeah. from all of that. That's an idea I had. And these people are actually going out and buying it. That was a huge transition for like my uh, self-esteem, maybe, or like you know what I mean. I, I think all of it's good for you. Like I was talking, so uh, Brian and I shot Ridiculousness yeah. last week, last yeah. Monday, and I was talking to Rob, and I was like, "Dude, drama's so dope, man." Yeah, but yeah. We're like, "Dude, we're boys now." And he's yeah. like, "Yeah, man, we're talking." And I got to be honest, I'm like, "Dude, when because I I've been." working with five four who you guys yeah. share offices with right yeah. and and i was like dude i, I at first because you're you're not like you're how would i say this you're like a you're not an introverted person but yeah. you're not gonna be like oh what's up man like not yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like what's up man so yeah i'm in the middle you're in the middle yeah and so i've, I've seen you here a couple of times and you never say you yeah. never said anything to me but yeah, obviously yeah. i know who you are ridiculousness and rob yeah and yeah, yeah. We had, uh, big black on rob so i figured maybe we'd have a connection yeah but you never say anything i told rob i'm like dude i thought he was a dick yeah, yeah a lot of people I just thought do. he was yeah. a dick yeah and he's like no i'm like yeah, yeah, yeah man yeah he's like you didn't say anything i'm like no i just thought maybe he was just big timing me or yeah, he's like yeah. no not in the least yeah 100 i so, get that a lot because i'm just kind of quiet i also got a yeah. lot because people only saw me on countdown shows that's literally i'm training to fight one of the toughest guys in the planet i yeah. only fought the really the toughest guys in the world yeah for what eight years so when you're asking me questions about that i have to play a character man yeah i yeah, have yeah. to show this tough yeah. badass which i'm i'm really not yeah. i have the skills but i'm really not that big of a badass yeah. i'd rather just chill get coffee with the guy 100%. but um people saw me as a dick conceited yeah. 
cocky, yeah. just uh, no feelings, and yeah. it couldn't be more opposite. So for you, obviously, people think you're conceited or cocky, yeah. but they only saw that side of drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now that you have, you know, Young and Reckless, you, this podcast, yeah. whatever else you're doing, yeah. your social media, and people get to know you, it's like, damn, he's a cool ass dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bitch, it's an onion. There's yeah. a ton of <laughs> yeah. layers, man. Yeah. You're only seeing this top layer that, and USC's telling my story. Yeah. So now I tell people, I've I've had people ask me like if I could do it all over again, what would I do? And I said I wouldn't let the UFC tell my story. Yeah. I'd hire a publicist. Granted, I didn't have the money at the time, yeah. but my management should have hired a publicist, and I should have made my name as big as I can outside of the UFC, yeah. so more people tuned in from not just the UFC world to 100%. watch me fight. Because again, I'm going on fucking UFC tonight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying UFC countdown. Uh -huh. So it's so intense. Yeah, but if at the time, if you had a publicist who'd set you up with all these other interviews, be like, dude, that guy's just like me. Yeah, they yeah. would have tuned in more to the fight and yeah. told my story. So now my whole thing is, whatever Brian and I do, it's about we own it, and I'm I'm gonna tell my story. Yeah, man. yeah, you, yeah. It's no, one, no one else man. is telling my story. Yeah, because if you tell my story, it might not come off the way I want it. Yeah, to. it's so important because I feel like it's so easy to read people wrong, and like people, people want you to be an asshole 100%. you know what i mean like they don't want you to be a nice guy they're not gonna fight for you so even for me like i feel like not only on the show was my character like kind of this dumb not you know kind of airy like what's going on here Rob? Yeah. um so people kind of expect me to be that way but also i feel like when you're the guy on tv and you, you i'm sure you get this now all the time people expect you to kind of be outgoing and be like, hey, what's yeah. up, guys? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And sometimes I almost got more introverted from being on TV because I felt like people were looking at me or people yeah. were expecting something from me or whatever. Yeah. And really, I think I'm a pretty nice guy, yeah, but yeah, I just, sure. I just. One of the nicest. Yeah, people, yeah. Yeah, but I just, yeah, but it's just important. I don't know. What I'm getting at is I think it's just important to, to tell the full story because people just to, want you to be a fucking asshole. The, but the thing is, is this day and age with, celebrities i don't consider myself a celebrity yeah, whatever you here. want to call me yep. on instagram twitter facebook they're getting a glimpse of you know stuff where even that's really a hyper version of yourself yeah. instagram yeah i'm literally posting the 60 seconds probably the best 60 seconds out of my 100%. day yeah i got a bunch of other shit going on yeah. man because yeah. who on who on social media is actually saying some real shit yeah like, nobody I posted one of the pictures I got the most likes. I posted a picture of Brian and I before our biggest live show in a sold-out Vic Theater in Chicago. Yeah, It was either the Wilbur in Boston or Vic Theater in Chicago. Whatever. 1,400 people. Yep. It's fucking nuts. Yep. I don't really do comedy, man. Yeah, I've, I've been thrown to the fire. And I'm back there, and I'm nervous as fuck. Uh -huh. And I, people ask me all the time, dude, are you nervous? Are you nervous? And on that post, I just put, everyone asks me if I'm always nervous. Yep. I'm fucking terrified. Yep. Here's a shot of me roaming in the back by myself. <laughs> yeah. Wondering what the fuck, how I'm gonna pull this off? Yeah, I'm always terrified. Yeah. That's why I do. What it. people? What was the reaction on it? They dug it, man. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's real. Yeah. Because you get so many people and you know people in the limelight that post just you know stuff like it's not real, man. Yeah. It's just like it, it's not them. Yeah, you know. And we live the, in this weird day and age, especially now, where everyone's doing that. Everyone. Like I was saying, like I go home now. I went home recently for home to Ohio, and like my little 14 year old cousin 
were was taking photos for Instagram and was worried about like lighting and angles and like you know what I'm saying like when I was 14 that was the last thing on last my fucking thing. worry list last right thing. like That's I was never even good, my mom wanted to take a photo I was never even going to see the photo ever again so it's I didn't give a scary, fuck man. now it's like every, it's almost like everyone's a celebrity like everyone has their own brand it can be yeah it's all about the brand it's like so what it, was that, does it look like i was having fun this weekend scary, that's what like man. 14 year olds are doing in I minnesota know, man it's crazy scary. it's scary social media is scary in general like for me obviously in what i do you have to have a social media presence it's yeah. huge digital media is so big it's never been bigger you yeah. have to have that presence but you know, I have a four-month-old baby. I have a girlfriend. I don't post personal stuff yeah, on there. I yeah. just don't. You can't. I, you can't. I just don't. Yeah, you have like, to know where to cut it. Yeah, it's weird, man. Because you have to do it. I don't think... I don't know. I wonder... If you didn't have, like, your podcast, you didn't have all that stuff going, how much do you think you'd post? Hardly ever? Oh, yeah, hardly ever. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get the point. Yeah. For what? That's how I am. Like, my brother, you know, he works for us. He's our tour manager. He website, stuff like that, but... I mean, he barely ever posts. Yeah. Like, why? My other boy playing the NFL, he's not playing more. He he's done that. He's like, yeah. for what? Do you Snapchat? I, no, I need to. Yeah, that's I how I feel about Snapchat. I don't. It's I, so hard. I need to, but I I don't understand it, and I know I sound old as fuck. Yeah. But like, I don't need another reason to be on my phone, man, and miss my kid's smile or some yeah. shit like that. Because it is, it's my business. Yeah. It's literally my business now. You have to. I just read a thing today that Apple is trying to file a new patent for for something. I didn't read too into it, but where you won't be able to use your phone's camera at like a concert. I love that. You know what I mean? Which I think it's too good to be true. Have you seen a concert? Have you seen a concert? It's all no just lights. They're, that has they're, to suck for the artist. They're playing the music yeah. and then they're in the picture and the artist behind it. Yeah. That's the entire concert. Imagine the fucking... We don't, so at our live shows, there's no phones. You don't let them do it. If someone has a phone, they get kicked out. That's dope. What's That's what you have to do, do, man. But afterwards, we'll take all the pictures you want. Yeah. It's not good, man. It, it's scary because technology and that stuff, it's cool and it, there's a bunch of benefits. But go out to dinner tonight there. and look around. It's people on their cell phones. Everybody. What the fuck? And then as far as like becoming a man and meeting a girl and, and taking her on dates and stuff like that, it's yeah. too easy. Yeah. You swipe left. Yeah. You slide in those DM, DMs. Yep. Good. All right. Once that's gone, my man, now you're forced to communicate one-on-one. Yeah. You're fucked. I feel like people don't even date anymore. I feel like they just DM back and forth until it's like you're all pretty much dating. I agree. You know and what I mean? Pictures back and forth. Pretty much boyfriend and you girlfriend. Got, like yeah, so. dick pic, dick yeah. pic. And like, like you've already right, had sex not, before you even boom, meet. Boom, yeah. jacking off to each other and then yeah. boom. There it's you true, go. man. It's not good. That's it's funny. It's not good. Damn it. Yeah, I always said it has to suck for like one time I went to a Jimmy Kimmel, like they do the live performances at Jimmy Kimmel and uh, they literally were like, please, because we're filming this for TV, just give us one song without phones and then you can film the whole rest of the performance just one song without phones and for an artist it has to suck like you're up there pouring your heart out and you just see a bunch of lights it's not good you know man. what i mean it's That's just not good and then shitty. and then for this is the thing and for what yeah for you to post hey i'm at this kanye and west nobody concert. fucking cares. cool man yeah i don't have a fucking ticket <laughs> yeah so you show me a shitty picture of you at the kind of you know it's yeah. like enjoy the show man yeah nobody gives a no shit. one does that in the movies check it out i'm at fucking the purge three sweet man <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna see my fucking Duh. self yeah, I don't thanks. need a picture. DM it's weird, man. Jesus Christ. Isn't it weird? Yeah. It's Super good weird. and bad. It's good and bad. Yeah, I agree. I've gotten a lot of fights over it. Over f- phone, the phone social argument? Media. Yeah, social yeah, media. yeah. Um, okay, so you're, you're, the podcast, like at what point, would you say the shirt moment was like when you were like, fuck, this is really something? No. I well, was just was like, because you know, we only sold You still 100. felt like. I only sold a hundred. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool, but. 
Maybe they just like the design or yeah. something. I still didn't take credit for it. So you still didn't think it could be like a career? Fuck no. Yeah. I didn't think it was a career to probably. Yeah, when did that happen? Maybe a year ago. And maybe a year that... and a half ago. Well, you know, with fighting, the the Reebok deal happened with UFC. And for you guys that I'm, I'm sure tell a lot, that, I'm I sure a lot of your listeners don't know. No, they don't. UFC. I'm sure. And I don't even know the details of that deal. Yeah, so I'll break it down. And I just know everything's Reebok now. Yeah, so. Yeah. Before they sign an exclusive deal with Reebok, a fighter could have any sponsors he wants. So yep. I could have Young and Reckless. Yep. Let's say you pay me 20 Gs. I get all that 20 Gs. Yep. I could have uh, another Nike on my shorts. They pay me 50. I get all 50. Yep. I could have Harley Davidson on my butt. They pay me 100 Gs. I get 100 Gs. Yep. Well, the USC came and said, well, you can't have those sponsors anymore. You can only wear Reebok, and here's the standard pay. And so... And is it like a yes or no, or it's just a yes? Oh, there's no... For the fighter. It's just like, I'll take... This. Oh, no, there's no... Nego- there's no there's option. No, you have no negotiating power here. You have to take it, or you can't fight anymore. So for a guy like me who... What a weird I'm good at social deal. media. I'm marketable. Companies yeah. like me. Yeah. I lost basically $100,000 a fight. Yeah. So then I was like, well, hmm, that doesn't really make sense. Uh, this podcast is going well, but is it a, really a career? And then... Um, Dana White, who's the owner of the UFC, went on to kind of belittle me in these interviews. I'm like well, because that, you were because I was outspoken. questioning it. Yeah, because yeah. I was outspoken. And you, was that on the podcast that you were yeah. saying most of your shit? Yeah, yeah. And so, and then articles got written about it. And then Dana White went on to belittle me and kind of bully me yeah. a little bit. So I was like, well, that's not good, man. Yeah. And then you know, I don't know. And then I think. You know, Joe Rogan gave me his infa- infamous talk on his podcast, which is one of the most downloaded podcasts of all time. What was that? I got to listen. I haven't listened to yeah. that. Yeah. It's Joe Rogan telling me to stop fighting. Really? Yeah. Well, I got to listen to that. That was how long ago? I think two years ago. Jesus Christ. Yeah, two years ago. So that was... Uh, you know, that was, that was uh, December 2015, I think. Okay. I think. Yeah. I might be... Someone's going to correct me. No, it's not... No, December 2015 would have been... Just Last, the other day. Yeah. It's December, December, December 2014. 2014. Got it. December 2014 is when he did it. Yep. Basically told me to stop fighting. Um, you gotta write that down. And he, you know, Joe's very, very black and white and very upfront. Yeah. And so people were mad at Joe that he told me that. But Joe was basically saying, like, was basically saying, I don't think you're going to be champ. You yeah. can continue to fight and do well. I don't yeah. think you're going to beat Cain Velasquez, who was the champ at the time. Yeah. Um, uh, but you have other options. Most of you guys don't. I think you should focus on that. Talking but it about came off the podcast and stuff? Yeah, podcast entertainment. He's 100% correct. Came off harsh to you at the time or to the listener? Or did you get, like when he Both. was telling you all this, were you like, fuck? I didn't know what was happening. I, did, I, I was on my way to the studio and Brian goes, yo, bro, me and Rogan are very, people don't realize how close Joe and I are. Uh-huh. And Brian and Rogan have been friends for 25 years. Got it. And we've done all these shows together before, podcasts, been on this podcast a jagillion times. Yep. We're on, I'm on my way to do my podcast. Brian goes, yo, Rogan wants to do it with us. I'm like, for real? I love Rogan. Let's do it. And I said, wait, Rogan wants to do it? He goes, yeah. And I'm like, well, I just lost Travis Brown. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm, I'm down to do it, but I don't want to talk about the fight, man. Brian goes, nah, we're not going to do that. Oh, so Brian knew. Brian, no, he didn't know. Uh, he didn't know either. Uh, and then Joe went and did that thing. And what people don't know is it was live stream, but Joe's podcasts are huge after the fact. Yeah. When he gets, all, you know, he gets 27, 30 jagillion downloads a month. He's yeah. literally the biggest podcast in the world. Insane. And so he did that, and it was, it was so harsh, man. It was so fucking harsh. And we were leaving, and Rogan and Brian go, I don't think we should air that. 
And I went, I disagree. I thought about it. I went, I disagree. I think people need to hear it. They thought it was too harsh? Yeah. They're like, it's, you're, it's not going to be good, man. It was just too much. Yeah. And I went, I disagree. Yeah. And they're, they're like, get the fuck out. I'm like, I think we, we blasted out. Yeah. And they're like, you do what you want, man. But I, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to go well. Yeah. But it turned people into, you know, A, head trauma is real. Yeah. CT, head trauma is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to stop for everyone. Yeah. And I just, it was a good message. I think it, it's, it's bigger than me. It's, a, it's, it wasn't about me. It's, it's bigger than me. Yeah. And Joe, Joe wasn't a bully. Joe was coming from a place of love. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. when we blast that out, it was just the perfect storm. So that went out. The Reebok deal happened. Yeah. Dana White hating on me happened. Yeah. And I've always been a, a guy who's always, I, I've never been worried about making money. I'm yeah. more worried about spending money. Yeah. And, and, and he, I've just never, I've always been that way. And I yeah. was like, you know what? Fuck this. And at a, at a time I was like, you know what? I'm going to cut to 205. So there's 205 and then 205 and above heavyweight. I've, my entire yeah. career I've been heavyweight. Yeah. I thought, you know what? I'll mix it up. I'm going to cut down to 205. And then as I was doing that, then Dana started doing these other comments talking shit. And I'm yeah. like, I don't want to work with someone like that. Yeah. And I talked all this shit about Reebok. Then can you imagine my fans? And I've never been bigger because yeah. my podcast, people know who I am now yeah. because of the podcast. I've never been bigger. Can you imagine all the shit I'm talking? Then my ass shows up in a Reebok yeah. fucking uniform. Fuck, man. There what goes a my entire business. What there a like, man. And that's was, that big moment of like choosing the safe route for the guaranteed money. It's similar to, I mean, I guess you just don't have that in you. It's similar to the Utah arena football. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's time to move. You yeah. move. I could have stayed there. You could have stayed at UFC and yeah. been safe. Yeah. But you, when you know it's time to move, you move, it sounds the, like. The, the one thing is, uh, I just believe in myself, man. Yeah. I guarantee you I'm going to figure it out and yeah. I'll be successful. I just, again, that's that ego thing where people, God, your ego's huge. It's yeah. not that it's huge. I just believe in myself and it might, a lot of it might be false, but it you seems need to be that working. though. Yeah. It's it the only way to survive. Working. And like, I, and I, I don't talk about material things, and I, I'm, I'm not a materialistic person. I appreciate the craftsmanship and what goes into it and what that car represents or that watch represents or what that article of clothing represents and the time that's gone into it and the quality. Yeah. You know, and then as a, as a fighter, when I made that decision, I was like, fuck, I was driving an old BMW, you yeah. know, and I was like. It, and was the podcast making money? Just starting to yeah, from ads like, and from stuff. Ads. Yeah. Just starting to, but nothing crazy, nothing like now. Yeah, just starting to. Yeah, and you know, and then I did that. You know, the other day because of this choice, I bought a Bentley. Yeah, what? Yeah, I saw that. What the fuck? Incredible. And the first person I, you know, the first person I text, Joe Rogan. Yeah, I said you were correct, sir. Picture of the Bentley. And that was how long? That was sorry. That was almost two years ago. Two years ago. Fuck. That's incredible. And then so I just brought the hustle from fighting where. I worked harder than everyone. I would outwork everyone. That's what I was known for. That's yeah. what I was known for football. Yeah. And I brought that to entertainment. Yeah. And then I, here we are now just fucking hustling, man. Just I love the like when you get the moments. It's not often. And there's a lot of like work and, and, and somewhat misery in between. But when you get those hard moments of like pulling out of the dealership in the Bentley, mm -hmm. there's nothing like it. No, it's not. The proof that you made the right decision. Dude, my dad called me... Um, Four days ago, yeah, my my dad and I are very close. He he has the craziest work ethic. He's fucking relentless. He's where I got my discipline from. Yeah, and uh, I switch business managers, and so this business manager I have now is going through all my accounts. Yeah, going through everything, make sure everything's good, taxes, all that stuff. Tell me what I can spend, what I can. I guess that's good. Yeah, and uh, 
So I called my dad because when I first moved to L.A., I had a, a joint account with U.S. Bank. Yep. And so my dad could see it. He would see what I'd put in, make sure I was, in, you know, people weren't stealing money from me. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he calls me the other day, and he's acting a little weird. I'm like, what the fuck does this dude want? And he goes, Brand, uh, I know you switched a business manager, and you've uh, I've connected him because, you know, he needs to give them information. Yeah. He goes, um, I want you to hear this from me before you hear it from him. You remember when you first got to L.A.? And for the past four years, you've been depositing money in the U.S. bank account. And there wasn't much money in there, but you kept depositing money in there. I'm like, yeah. 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 He goes, well, I was, I guess you could say, stealing money from that <laughs> and putting it into a separate account yeah. just to have a backup plan for you because uh, I didn't it, think you were going to make it. Yeah. I went, what? Yeah. He goes, yeah, and I increased it when you started when you stop fighting. I increased it because I really didn't think you were going to make it. I thought you were going to come back to Denver. Yeah. Well, here's this money now. Incredible. I was like, you didn't think I was going to make it? He's That's like, amazing. no. Who that. the fuck thought you were going to make it? I'm like, are you kidding me? Fuck. And I was like, give me my fucking money. What a great conversation. Right? Like, you fucking, what I was, the like, fuck? I was laughing. Yeah. He's like, well, now man, now we took that money and it's in a, a college fund for my son. But uh, it was just funny. He's yeah. like, I didn't think you were going to make it. He's like, so I want, you know, the day you call me, like, dad, I'm. I'm dead broke. Yeah. I was gonna be like, no man, I've been reserving this emergency. Fund That's the best for scenario on all all accounts. Not That's like your that. dad looking out for you, fucking being prepared just in case, but then you don't need it. That's incredible. Crazy, right? Man, crazy. Shit. Um, that's the shit I love. That's the whole point of like doing this whole thing. Is like I love those those moments. Like the same way you said you had discipline and you worked hard in fighting, you have discipline, you work hard in entertainment. What I'm learning more as I have these conversations is like, there's not that much of a difference between you or I or between any of these people. It's disciplined people that work hard and really want something and set their sights on something. You know what I mean? Is Yeah, it's like by all means necessary. It's like to whatever it takes to get it done. Yeah. And the people, you know, I don't know who you guys have had on before, but you'll find that success isn't it's nothing someone stumbles upon. Yep. It's not lucky. Never. None of that's lucky. There's yeah. a reason for everything. Yeah. Like uh, Cal and I, th- before one of the crazy live shows before we sold out, I looked at him and I went, fuck, brother. Look how far we've come, man. Yeah. This is nuts. Yeah. And it's very rare me and him do that. You Usually we just beeline and next, next, next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then finally I was like, dude, this is nuts, man. Yeah. Look what we're doing. Yeah. And then he goes, God damn it. How do we get this lucky? I went, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Before we like, <laughs> yeah. It ain't luck, brother. Mm-hmm. We've been, I've been grinding my ass yeah. out. And so scared have you. and making so hard have decisions. You, man. Yeah. And he goes, ah, you're right. Yeah. And we bump fists. I have a picture of me and him bumping fists. Yeah. And then I, we walk out on stage. Yeah, you got to have those moments. Even, even ridic- when we were on Ridiculousness, you know, f- what, f- two guys that started in a garage on yeah. podcasting yeah. before we walked out to ridiculousness. Yeah. Cal's old as fuck. Doesn't know what it is, <laughs> but I know what it is. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, bro, we're Crazy. on TV right now. Yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah, it is. And I'm like, you embrace this shit, man. Yeah. It's good. It's so dope, man. So you went, how did you retire? What was your, did you post the social media? Is that how you retired from I fighting? Did, I did on my podcast. And then I uh, posted on social media. You said, media. this is it, I'm over I it. I posted a picture of my first live show with me with a mic in my hand. Yeah. And I said, there's a new chapter in my life. I'm moving on. I appreciate all the support. Uh, hopefully you guys follow me over to this new, you know, path in life. Yeah. And what was that initial? Like, it was good, bad feedback? Oh, great feedback. Great feedback. But, you know, now, like, I'm, I've never been in better shape yeah. on this diet. I've never been leaner. Yeah. I've never been faster. It's so, that happiness, man. But yeah, the happiness, I don't have the stress of, you know, fighting yeah. another monster all the time. But the thing is, is now people want to see me fight because yeah. 
the number one question I, we, during these live shows, they go, Shab, I'd love to see you fight now because when you were fighting, I hated you. Yeah. And now I know you. you I feel like I know you, man. We love you. We'd yeah. love to support someone like that and fight. Yeah. It's never going to happen. No support chance, all right? the other projects. Yeah. yeah. No chance, man. No chance. This I is got such a piece, I feel like. A ton of people, but yeah. not happening. Well, sorry, last time you were in the ring was? December. Oh, uh, 2014. I'm tripping, man. Fought the number three guy in the world. Jesus. Right? Fucking terrifying. That's, I just can't imagine, man. Even every time I watch those, because I'm I'm a I'm a medium level fan of UFC. We used to watch it all the time, like when, uh, like probably in like the Robin Big days. Yeah, you know, we'd all go now. to Rob's. It's yeah, it's just I lost it. I yeah, lost yeah. the when you kind of lose the storyline of it, you, you kind of lose the passion, right? Mm -hmm. So, but I just can't imagine fucking stepping in the in the cage, and it's just you and another dude. And it just even when I have been to a couple live, it feels so like. Like you're at the old like Coliseum like or whatever, gladiator. yeah, like gladiator. It's insane. Man. Yeah, it's insane. Like, I can't imagine. For me, I was always so fucking scared. So I can't even go to live events anymore. Really? I can't because the anxiety. Yeah. And it brings me into a weird spot, and I just can't relax. I get all stressed. So Bellator, who's UFC's competitors, yeah. uh, who's on Spike, flew me out probably like four or five weeks ago to their big event. Yeah. To talk business as far as entertainment, work with them. I've done. I just recently did some shows for them yeah. on the side, and they brought up fighting. And I thought, well, let me go just go see it live, and let's see if I get the urge back to fight. Yeah. And I got there, and I was just like, oh hell no, no chance. Like it, that literally was the nail in the coffin. Yeah. I was just like, there, there's no fucking way, man. Yeah. And what was weird is, it was good for me to be around the the MMA fans, but. No one was, it, it was just the love I got for the podcast. Yep. Big Brown, yeah. Big Brown, yeah. firing the kid. Like, th that's all it was. And fighters coming up, it's weird the way I'm viewed now around my peers because they're coming up, dude, when can I come on the show? Yeah. Dude, you got to help me out with the shirt. Yep. You gotta help, when When can you help me start my podcast? Yeah. It's just like, why are it's you funny talking about that now? shit happens where like, that's always been in you. You've always been that dude. Yeah. It's just something, the podcast was the perfect thing to like shed the light on it, right? Like I kind of saw that happen with Rob where, uh, he was a good skateboarder, and he's you know uh, arguably a legendary skateboarder. But when he got that fucking show, it was like you're the biggest skateboarder that ever lived. Yeah, instantly. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying. And yeah, he like slowly legend. just skated less and less and less. But it was like <laughs> the best skateboarder that has ever stepped foot on the. I told Brian. Well, Brian met Rob when he came on our. He did the Fire and the Kid, and it was great. He's yeah. literally my favorite guest because yeah. when we have that big of stars, it's used at Fox. We have them for 30 minutes. Yeah. There's no really like yeah. hitting it off. For Me and Rob connected right away. Yeah. He just slid into his girl's DMs. I was giving him shit yeah, for that. We were yeah. arguing back and forth. Fuck. It went great, man. Yeah. And uh, then the next time Brian saw him, I saw him before that a few times, but then Brian saw him at Ridiculousness. Yeah. I told Brian, I said, watch Rob. He's a special dude. Yeah. And Brian's like, really? I'm like, he's a special dude on camera. Yeah. He's witty. He's funny. He's a fucking goofball like us. Yeah. I was like, you're going to love this guy. Yeah. Because he's like, well, you just host, right? I'm like, not like these. This is magic there. Not like these athletes that get up there, you know, like, welcome back to Ridiculousness. Yeah, what do we have? Yeah, you know? Yeah. Like he is he's a fucking talented dude man yeah. he has this charisma where you want to tune in and watch it yeah he's a special guy yeah it's his natural habitat 100%. and he was the same way it sounds kind of like your story like he was always skateboarder but skateboarders are kind of like you know cool cool guy fucking yeah. you know whatever and but he's always been like the dude telling the crazy stories and the funny guy and the whatever and that platform just obviously blew his stuff up to a whole nother level a, you but you need a vehicle man yeah you know what i'm saying and it has to just match when you see when the pieces come together 
like you've probably always been the goofy guy like in the gym and whatever yeah. but when you really get the right platform it's like the whole thing changes yeah. and now you're on this level not to say anyone's above anyone but now you're looked at like so far above just a fighter yes but you've always been that guy yeah you know what i'm saying you just yeah. needed to work that out the right and platform I, I feel there's, there's a lot of athletes out there that probably feel the same way yeah. but they don't know how to because what if the ceiling for me was football yeah. All right, I would probably waste away in Utah, played some arena, then went and fucking worked at Cinnabon or something. Yeah, like that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Or what if I thought the ceiling for me was the UFC? Yeah. And I'm still fighting the UFC, wearing Reebok, not getting paid shit. Yeah. Then what, man? Miserable. For me, there's never, it's just like, all right, I'm like a hermit. Yeah. Like I, I was in this shell for a little bit. I'll go to this shell. Yeah. I'll go to this shell, but I keep fucking moving. That's man. an important lesson, I think. Because I think so much, like, even one of my biggest things is like where I'm from, and I'm sure it's very similar in Colorado, but in Ohio, it's so many people don't leave or don't do anything just because they think they can't yeah it's like you're born there you're supposed to marry somebody from your high school you're supposed to get a job you're supposed to do what your parents did yep. right and it's like i don't have any extraordinary talent or any extraordinary education i just didn't want to sit there yeah. so i came to la and i figured it out and i got in with rob and i figured yeah. all this shit you out knew there was more yeah i just knew that there was more and i think that's such a crucial lesson Fuck yeah. It's like, just fucking go try something, man. Because you're never going to regret it. No. Like, I remember <clears throat> the first, like, I sold all my shit. Everyone, in Dem I told everyone in Denver, I'm going to be back in three weeks. Yeah. I sold everything. Yeah. And I packed up my car, and I was driving to L.A., and I was like, don't worry, I'll be back in three weeks. I'm literally just going to train. I'll be right back. Yeah. I knew I was never coming back. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I was just like, no. But I didn't want to deal with all that. Yeah. And I remember pulling up, uh to the house and I didn't know anyone sitting there and just crying, man. Yeah. Like, what the fuck did I do? Yeah. I don't know a single person. Yeah, I did that shit too. I, I called my mom my first night person. here and was like, Mom, I think I made a mistake. Yeah, I called my dad. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I fucked up. He's like, no, you'll be fine. It's only three weeks. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. In my head, yeah. I'm like, it's not, man. Yeah. This is for good. And I'm just, gnarly. I've never been in a better spot, man. Yeah. I'll never leave LA. I don't like, we, I feel the same. I was just talking about it with your boy D from 5'4". Like, yeah. And Brian saw everyone's like, you need a vacation. I'm like, for what? Yeah. I'm literally, this is my fucking dream. Yeah. LA is my dream. I feel I love the same it. way. I love it, man. That's, I, I have a hard time. We have the same conversation a lot, D and I, because D loves vacations and does them very well. But it's hard for me to do. I've gotten a little bit better at it as I get older, but I felt like no place in this world, if this makes sense, no place in this world today will compare to what LA was to me when I was growing up in Ohio. Right, it was the end all be all. There's not one place on this earth, there's no Paris, <laughs> London, nothing where that's as as grand as L.A. was. I agree. You man. know what I mean? And coming here and actually making it work is like I just feel like I'm on a vacation. I agree. You know like, what I mean? And I never want it to end. And I love my bed. I love just being at home, yeah. chilling. And then whenever I talk, someone go, "Oh, I did the L.A. thing. It sucks, man. There's no good people out there." Yeah. No, you just met the wrong. Yeah, people you didn't do it right. Yeah. When I got here. You know, I, I barely had any friends, but I made friends and I, I made connections. I put myself out there. I did fucking salsa classes to yeah, meet girls. I incredible. did yoga. Yeah. I got out of my comfort zone. I was going to book clubs and shit, just yeah. some nerdy stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was going to Hollywood. I'd go to the clubs at night. Yeah. And then, yeah, there are those sharks out there that just give a fuck who you are and stuff like that. Yeah. But man, there's some dope people 100%. who figure it out. 100%. Who figure it out, man. Yeah. You got to have good instincts here. That's the problem. A lot of people, I think, just don't get out of their comfort zone. They don't trust their instincts. They get their ass handed to them a couple times and then you leave. Yeah, but the other thing too is like I've I've never met someone and thought, what can they do for me? Yeah. I've never been that way. I would feel like a complete scumbag. Yeah. 
Like I never, I never needed anything from no, anybody. Yeah. But I think what happens is people do that to you, and if you fall for it, right, or yeah. if you like let that affect you, that's what happens to people who say LA sucks. There's no good people. It's because they didn't have good instincts. I agree. It's because they went and they got sucked in emotionally or somehow by some bad people or shitty girls or whatever it was, yeah. and they got their ass handed to them, and it's like fuck, I'm moving home. Yeah. Everyone sucks there. I agree. There's so many good people here. Oh. Dude, but there's there's a lot of best. shitty ones too. But that's anywhere. That's anywhere. Anywhere you, you just, go. For whatever reason, their experience, and I always I always defend it to the death. Like I have an LA fucking tattoo. <laughs> yeah. I defend it to the death. Yeah, that's man. incredible. I have an yeah. LA tattoo. Yeah, yeah, man. It's just I I'm don't not know. mad at it. Yeah, no, hell no. This yeah. is my fucking uh, uh, fucking Willy Wonka. Yeah, dream come factor. true, man. Yeah, Shit. Man. Um, what uh, do you still train jujitsu or anything? Just for I train seven days a week still, man. For it's just part of my life. Like yeah. I still do jujitsu, not as much as I used to, because I'm obviously not competing. But yep. that journey and, uh, you know, I'm at boxing burn all the time. I hit mitts probably six days a week, but Got then it. I do all this like circuit training just cause, just to feel good, man. Yeah, yeah. And also for me, like. I think, you know, I'm on this ketogenic diet, the keto kid, mm-hmm. like it's inspiring for a lot of people. And I realize that, man. And yeah. So I, I keep it up. And there's nothing, especially being in entertainment. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what they say. You know, looks, it's important. Oh, man. 100%. Like if I was 300 pounds, yeah. there's no way I'm, I'm getting some of the no. stuff I'm getting now. It's 100%. just not happening. Yeah. It's just the world we live in. It's smart, man. I'm trying to like, like I, I'm jealous of it because I'm trying, I grew up skateboarding and I guess you don't really realize how much of like a physical, you know, skateboarding, you're pushing around all day, you're sweating, you're getting some cardio, still, Yeah, still beast. but it wasn't until like a couple, you know, I, I kind of quit skateboarding when we were doing the show and then whatever it was, I had a couple years, probably the last couple of years where I just didn't do shit. Yeah. Um, and so I just started trying to run cause I'm like, I have to do something. Yeah. Right. And, um, so anyway, I'm just now starting to like try to run and try to figure this shit out but i noticed the difference yeah i, th- I think what would be good for you if you hired a trainer who held you accountable yeah you know, or like sign up for a class yeah like i have a trainer like I, I still work out on my own and go for runs on my own like on the beach but like i have a trainer i'm like well fuck i gotta go yeah man, yeah you know? like, it's just if so i don't feel like important going. to your mental stability everything man yeah. like I'll, I'll run along the beach in venice put my i put classical music on i'll come yeah. up with some crazy fucking ideas yeah like me and callan met today with this guy, this is insane even saying this out loud and no one even knows. So uh, of a book that we're going to do. Got it. The Friday the Kid book, The Guide too. And uh, Amazing. I ran this morning at 6 a.m. on the beach with my headphones on just to think about concepts. Yep. And the shit I came up with, it's yeah. like, then I went to that meeting, like just boom, yeah, boom, yeah, yeah. boom, man. It's so important. Um, what? So, I mean, I guess last before we move on to like what's next is the podcast turned into this is the part that i'm not too educated on right but i kind of do that on purpose here so that you can fill me and everyone else in the podcast turned into this mega fox deal right Mm -hmm. what is that exactly so we were doing it just brian and i and it's just the firing kid we upload it to itunes and that was it nobody else involved just no one else doing ads and yeah no we didn't even have ads oh god nothing got it me and brian and then Someone from Fox reached out to my manager and was like, hey, listen, we know Brendan's doing a podcast. I was still fighting the UFC, and Fox and the UFC signed their deal. So Fox like, hey, we want to start a podcast branch. Uh, Would Brendan consider coming to us? I was like, sure, man. And like, we'll provide a legit studio. There's no money in it for you, but we'll blast that on our all our social media and our YouTube page. Got it. So I called Brian. Brian's like, yeah, sure. We didn't think much of it. Yeah. So we do that. We sign the deal. 
And then, um, again, man, it, it, it kind of started taking off. Yeah. And then Fox wanted to renegotiate the deal. They're like, all right, again, we can't pay for, pay you anything, yeah. but, um, we'll just provide the studio and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, number one sports podcast in the world, blah, blah, blah. Number one most watched. Yeah. And then recently Fox was like, yo, you guys are doing so well. We want to do a TV show with you. And yeah. That was the advantage of being with Fox. Yeah. Now we told Fox, you can't, we'll do this deal, but you can't censor us. Yeah. You gotta, you, and really it's not even Brian. It's more me. Yeah. You yeah, gotta yeah. let me go, man. Yeah. Like I have some very strong opinions. Granted it's against the UFC and Dana White, yeah. but I've never said a lie. Yeah. 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 If I, if I like and edit it, you can censor, but don't censor me, man. Yeah. Like, cool. Do your thing. Yeah. Do your thing. So, They've been great partners, man. Like yeah. everyone's like, and they've let you go. They've let me go. They yeah. let me do whatever the fuck I want because Incredible. ratings matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like the the content matters. So then they came to us like, all right, man, you guys are doing so well in this podcast is, uh, area. We want you to do a TV show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, man. So write twelve episodes because we, me and Brian, have been talking about a TV show forever. And yeah. Like write the twelve episodes and get it to us, and then we'll brainstorm from there. Yeah. So Brian and I get together, write the twelve episodes. Hand it to the head guy over there, and he was. Uh, we good? Yeah, that's just the yeah, word. Yeah. Hand the lights just went off. I thought <laughs> this is we where we kick down. into the nighttime mode, right? Yeah. Wine comes out, girls. Yes, brilliant. hello, welcome. Yes, welcome, Slow everyone. Jams. Slow jams. Um, but uh, so that yeah, that's so we hand them this twelve episodes, and they go, we we can't put this on TV. This is ridiculous. <laughs> too many dick jokes. Dick jokes. Uh, one of the first ones, and you can see it now. It's available on iTunes. Yeah. It's uh, Brian and Brendan's PSA on why not to do drugs. Uh-huh. We show you why not to. Uh-huh. We get addicted to crack cocaine. We shot this in Compton. Yeah. We get addicted to crack cocaine. And Brian ends up sawing me in half because I stole his drugs. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so it's ridiculous. I'm That's pouring incredible. myself out. And did they just, you just, did they Fox give you the like, budget and just let you do whatever well, the fuck Fox you wanted like, to do? You can't do this. We're yeah. not going to make this. And I was like, well, that's the only way we're going to make it. Oh, that was just like on paper. You that was on paper. Uh, we wrote out the script and they're yeah. like, well, we're not doing this. And I was like, well, then we're not doing a TV show. We'll yeah. just keep podcasting. We'll have someone else do it. Yeah. And they're like, fuck. How about this? How about we'll give you the money? You you hire the production team. Yeah. You do it. But it's, it's not going to go on TV. We can only live digitally. Yeah. And Brian was like, oh, that's a terrible deal. I looked at Brian I'm like, it's not. Yeah, yeah, Digital yeah. is where it's at. Yeah. We, and for our fans, we can do it. We'll make it just for the fans, sell it directly to the fans. Yeah. And so we did, and we don't have to censor nothing. So like, do that, man. As long as we get our money back. And yeah. I was like, I guarantee, I don't know shit about business. <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, I'm like, I guarantee you get your fucking money back or I'll fund it. Uh-huh. And as soon as I said, I'm like, shit. That just sounds like what you're supposed to say. Yeah, in like the movie scene. And I was like, God damn. Yeah. And then uh, I was right, man. Yeah. So Incredible. we the number one comedy TV show on iTunes Amazing. for four weeks. Yeah. And uh, How, when did that launch? When did like you, three months ago, probably. yeah, yeah, three or four months ago. I you think. put it out like uh, like put one a week or direct something. Direct to consumer, no, just all the whole thing. Direct to consumer, the yeah. whole thing. We did pre-orders that came with a shirt that I designed, yeah, and then we released it on iTunes, and then I think now the next step they're gonna release it on Netflix or Hulu. Yeah, but season two is the big one. That's what we're negotiating now because that's actually gonna be on TV. It's a different concept. Yeah, but that's actually gonna be on TV. Incredible. Yeah, man. Anything? Is there any gonna be any like? Uh, fight talk or anything like that on Fox Sports on TV or no plans for that? I'm down. Again, I'm. Uh, they have to be careful with that because, yeah. again, I'm a loose cannon. Yeah. And Fox doesn't pay my bills. The yeah. UFC doesn't pay my bills. So the reason why our show has gotten to where it's at is because well, there's no bias in my yeah. opinion. 
I, I don't have to like every card. Yeah. I, I don't have to pretend that this isn't a terrible matchup. I don't yeah. have to pretend that they're honey dick you and this fight's gonna be a minute long. Like And you'll never sacrifice that. Never. Yeah. I can't. That's I what's have incredible. to be real. Yeah. And Fox knows that. So they're a little bit like, uh would like him. <laughs> But we can't put them on UFC yeah, tonight because right. yeah. I'm going to destroy everyone. Yeah. And again, because you're not you're need. not paying my bill. That's what they need, yeah. and that's what the world needs because yeah. they know that that who pays my bills? Brendan Schaub, Brian Callen. Yeah. You want to meet the president of the company? What's up, dog? Yeah. Right here. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You want you want to talk to HR? Yeah. Let me go get him. What's yeah. up, man? I'm Brendan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. there's yeah. what are you gonna do? Yeah. Bring it. Oh, and you want to fire me? Cool, man. It's a podcast. Yeah. I'm going back to Brian's garage with my fucking, fucking three million iPhone. listeners. Yeah. yeah. See ya. Jesus. So it's like you're in a position now, but they they also they like it and they then you know what I'm saying because yeah. like I was on Colin Howard show, uh, the herd, yeah, and he brought up Dana. He knows me and Dana. You know, don't see eye to eye, and yeah. he brought him up. Yeah. So I went just, off and did yeah. my thing, you know, and then he then the next day Dana's on the show and they air it for Dana and Dana that says his backhanded comment. Yeah. So they know what's going on, man. But. I'm always down to talk fighting. Yeah. I'm always down. I'm more knowledgeable than a lot of guys. Yeah. But it's just interesting, man, because you're and we were talking about this the other day in the office is you're the epitome of like the new media. And you have all the power and you have it's all yours and the eyeballs are yours. Those listeners are yours. Yes. They're not foxes and you have a show on Fox. Mm -hmm. Those are your fans and they're going to go where you go. You have so much leverage. Again, it's, it's, it's about telling my story. Yeah. My story's not going to be a producer in my ear saying, make sure you make sure you say Conor McGregor this. Make yeah. sure you say Conor. What? Yeah. I, don't, I don't believe that. I yeah. don't think that. Yeah. But they pay my bill. So it's like, fuck, I got to say that. Wrong. I'm going to tell you this. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you what's going on here. Hey, man, Reebok deal does suck. So I came out and said that. Yeah. It's no, incredible. And other, other people can't do it, but I can't tell you how many big name fighters text me, DM me, like, like thank you, bro. Dear God, keep it up. <laughs> yeah. Because I can't. Because I will be silenced and shunned from the UFC. Yeah. Like, I'll get a terrible matchup. 100%. With me, I'm, it doesn't affect me anymore. Yeah. And but the, and I'm not anti UFC. I love the UFC. I love everything it stands for. Of the competition. Yep. I even love Dana White. Yeah. I have no, I have no animosity. I don't have I don't have uh, you know stake in the game anymore. Yeah. I'm doing my own thing. But man. that's how everybody feels. They just can't say it. Everyone has their opinions. Everyone. Right. They might completely disagree with you or or agree with you 100. percent But they have strong opinions. They just don't say it. That's in any anything. It, it's within. Well, think about if LeBron James actually came out and said how he feels about Steph Curry. Hundred percent. MVP. We would all be way bigger fans. 100%. When he goes, uh, he's a good player. I hate, uh, he yeah. did well tonight. You know, we just had a better game plan and came through and uh, thank God hit the shots. Yep. Huh? Yeah. I've literally heard you say that 1,000 yeah. times. You're lying. What if yeah. he went, uh, Steph Curry's a good player. You're batshit crazy. You don't think I'm the best player on earth. 100%. And I showed I in this series, him. I won MVP. Yep. We even beat them. They're supposedly the best team in the world. I did my thing, man. Yep. I think I'm the best player in the world. No knock on Steph Curry. I'm out. I'd be such a bigger fan. By far. Yeah. But instead, you tune into UFC tonight, the fighters are all, oh, it's a tough fight. I'm going to do this and this. Cool, man. Heard that. You're not yeah. one of any fans. Yeah. Um, this is boring. You turn into uh, you, uh, NFL uh, on Fox. The, the game yeah. plan's boring. Yeah. What if the head coach was like, yeah, man, our defense is so much better than them. Yeah. We're going to fucking just, like, just, just realness. Yeah. When is someone real? I wish. But you know what I'll say this, though, is that's what gave you a lane to – be able to be that yeah. and have all those fans, yep. right? So it's like on one hand, yeah, that shit sucks. And I wish that that's just how the world works, but people want it and they're going to find it. True. And they found that with you, right? True. So I wish like Fox or somebody would just be like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to let Brandon 
talk all the shit he wants. That'd be cool. But I guess they won't ever, probably. No, you know, I bet they will. You think one day? I bet you they will. I hope. I hope yeah. one day that just becomes norm. It, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, what's next, man? What the fuck? What do you do? So just to recap, you've fucking dominated every sport. I you, guess dominate. Depends who you ask. You take over the entertainment industry. Fuck the traditional media. Yeah. And now you're, this is the other incredible thing I just want to mention, just to recap, you're buying, it's not like you're like, yeah, man, I'm standing on my own and I'm making my own opinion and I won't sacrifice that. You're buying Bentleys and Rolexes yeah. off of staying true to yeah. your, that's incredible, yeah. right? Like silly, that's a, silly. you won both yeah. sides of that. Yeah. But um, what do you do now? Do you do, do you want to go full on entertainment, like into acting? Yeah, and I think into, so. Yeah. Like I've, I've, I've gotten some role offers, um, I have something in the works with the E channel as far as TV goes, but um, again, there's no ceilings, man. You know, I think people go, "Well, you're not Daniel Day Lewis." I'm not. Yeah. But I'm a I'm I'm the Rock's retarded brother. You know what I'm saying? Like I could be that guy. Yeah. Like why not? Hundred percent. I don't mean to use the R word because I do have a. I accidentally did it a few times too. Sorry, apologize, everyone. Again, there's no ceilings. If someone offered me a role, yeah, why not? Man? Yeah. So you're just pushing whatever feels right. Yeah. See, you want to yeah, entertain. Season, you want to. Right now, for me, you know, season two of Fire and the Kid get on Fox Sports One, yep. and with this new TV concept we have is number one. Then the live shows are getting better. I would love to shoot a, a live show comedy special, one yep. hour special with Fire and the Kid. Live shows don't make you nervous. Oh yeah, I'm nervous. Oh yeah, sure. I guess you I said that, them, but though. you there's yeah. nothing better. There's nothing. You like better. that way better than just staying behind the mics in the. Love it. Why? One, Live one, energy. One on one interaction with your with your actual fan base. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. And I feel like I'd be scared to do it. Think about it, because like if you're, like if you're a Rihanna fan, you're going to see her sing a tune that you've heard a million fucking times. Yeah. She knows what she's gonna do. I re, I mean I have my ten fifteen minutes of my set at the beginning where I do comedy. Yeah. Then it's just all improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's fun to that challenge, oh, man. Scary. It's fucking it's brilliant. Yeah. I love it. So you're gonna keep going with those, keep trying to pump those up. Keep going with that. And then uh, you know, I think for me it's just you know, focus on our merchandise. We just launched our YouTube channel, our official Fire the Kid YouTube channel where it. I've never done that before. Yeah. Usually Fox would just do it. Now we're doing it. And um yeah, man, we have this newsletter coming out, and then focus on the book, the live shows, yeah. and ju- really, really, it's just building the brand, man, and getting out. For for me, it's stepping outside of that that UFC rock. Yeah, and yeah, just yeah. Be like, man, you know, Brendan's on the Rich Eisen show in two weeks, yep. and doing all this other stuff, man, and just trying to, yeah, I don't, just expand, man. I've, I, I don't know, yeah. I don't know, brother. It's exciting. Know, it's cool. Though. You've done it. You, let me say this: your instincts have served you very well this far. Yeah. So, like, if you keep doing that. I won't be surprised if I get assassinated for talking all this shit. But <laughs> we'll see what happens. Oh, you got my Bentley. <laughs> you promise? <laughs> promise? Can I get the Rolex? <laughs> yeah. Um, last thing, and then I'll let you go. What? Because uh, I'm big on this. Like to a kid, you know, my goal here is like for kids to kind of tune into this and say, "Man, that's I never heard this guy's story that way." And yeah. you know, I'm gonna now maybe I'm gonna quit playing football or whatever to yeah. fucking chase my dreams. What would you say to? you know, that kid in, in a Colorado or in any kind of small town who thinks he has like maybe that entertainment sort of gene or, mm-hmm. or has that, but isn't sure he can do it or isn't sure. You I, know. I think the biggest thing is it's like, it's like, uh, we've heard this analogy a million times, but it's it the, the race isn't a sprint, man. Yeah. Like my sprint to where I'm at now 
it was it was a fucking i mean you're talking about it was a spartan race i was going through mud i was going through electric you know ice water like it's not it doesn't have to be right now like if you're that gifted athletic kid and you love playing basketball Carry that as far as you can. You don't know the relationships you're going to meet, the different personalities you're going to deal with, working together a team. Yeah. That, those skills will serve you whether you're doing business, whether you're in entertainment. You yeah. never know. So I think don't – also don't don't use those – don't let people label you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're drama from ridiculousness. Yeah. Well, or you're, you're drama from fucking Robin Big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I, I, I view it – you know, completely different. Yeah. Now, now I know Chris from this fucking mogul, you know, b- doing clothing, creative as fuck and yeah, a nice yeah, yeah. dude. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think these labels that people want to put on you, because we label everyone, we automatically judge a book by its cover yeah. and kids fall into that trap. Yeah. Ah, no, I'm stupid. No, you're not, man. Yeah. Matter of fact, there's a million shit you could do online to educate yourself. Yeah. Maybe it's not a formal education, but you could do some stuff where you're not 100%. that stupid dude. Yeah. Um, Again, like, play as many sports as you can, meet as many people as you can. Don't if it scares you, you should probably do it. Yeah. I'm not saying jump out of plane or fucking run headfirst into a bus, <laughs> yeah. but if stand up scares you, you should probably do it. Yeah. If sparring that dude in the gym scares you, mm, your instincts are right. You should probably do it. Yeah. If uh, going to a new gym scares you, taking that class, you should probably do it. Yeah. I've always been fucking terrified, man. Yeah. And it, I always face it straight on. Yeah. Has it worked out every time? No, it's worked out more than not though. Yeah. Yeah. True, man. That's a great thing to end on. Boom. Anything we missed? I don't think so. Anything you want to plug? To my little following compared your to your, little, yeah, your, right. Anything you want to plug your to my social media is boom. Anything you want to plug to my guys in between your three million? Get out of here. <laughs> Fire and Kid Podcast, tfatk.com. Got it. Love you guys. <laughs>